Good morning, guys. But before I get started, very big question. So, why do people wear sunglasses in the winter? I was walking up and down the street yesterday, not like pacing like a maniac, right? I walked to the shop and back. I know, crazy, exciting day. But people wear sunglasses. They've been seeing them for a while now. Sunglasses in winter. Why? Even in cloudy weather, sunglasses. I feel they're the same people as the people back in the villages who drive around Vauxhall Corsa with the boombox, the big exhaust. I think they think people can see them and they want to look cool. That's my, that's my theory. So guys, if you wear sunglasses in the winter, you're basically a Vauxhall Corsa with a boombox. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's get into today's lesson, today's class. I'm going to go back to a few nuggets of wisdom that I've always, I always go back to because they're the ones that changed my life, simple as. And I think you're going to learn stoicism later, which is great. But if you think about it, we can only take forward a few pieces of wisdom or ways of living at the same at, at once, like maybe five things that can stick in your head, you know? Like some of the stuff that sticks with people, like Atomic Habits, it says you don't rise to the levels of your goal. You don't rise to the, like, how big your goal is. You lower you fall to the levels of your systems being there, right? So you can pick as many goals as you want up here, up there, but what are your day-to-day habits? That's kind of what you're looking at. And it kind of re- make you re- rethink things, doesn't it? But what, what, what really hit me with a guy called Jim Rohn was, he had so many big hits with the stuff to me and things like, stuff like, you know, don't say, if I could, I would. A lot of people say, if I could do it for more time, I would do it. Say, if I can, I will. Because one day you won't be able to do what you think you can do now or what you can do. One day you might not be, you're, well, you're not going to be the same age as you are now in a few years and that might cause you not to be able to do something. You might not be able to run in a few years. You might be able to do something, a different job. There's loads of things that can happen. So if you can do it now, do it. Another one he says, don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems. Wish for more skills. Don't wish for less challenge, wish for more wisdom. And then he says, either you run the day or the day runs you. That's so true. How many times when we don't get up with enough time in the morning, and we don't plan our day out, do we, does the day just run havoc on us? We feel like we're always chasing. How much better is it when you wake up a bit earlier and you get your steps and you feel like you've got a bit of a... Got a nudge on the day. You're ahead of it. You feel better. You're going to the work day. You've got you're, you're ahead of the curve. You're not behind. You're not on the back foot. Little things. So you run the day. The journal. It's there for you. It's designed for you to use that to run the day. One of the exercises in there is to visualize what happens to your day if you let your emotions. If you become a slave to your emotions. And what that means is you just let your emotions dictate everything. So you feel sad, happy, well, la la joyful. You just let it cause whirlwind and take you away from the task at hand. And this goes for even emotions such as, you know, happiness and joy and stuff. Sometimes we can have, we can hear maybe a piece of good news, yeah? And then we can get overexcited about it and all we can think about. And then for three hours going on and on about it, when it's something, you know, maybe plans you're going to do next weekend. And your day's gone because you're just thinking of the f- when that day that day will come. You'll enjoy it when it comes, but now you just let your day run away and your emotions have taken you. So it's important to understand what that means. Here's another one. If you don't like how things are, change. You're not a tree. <laughs> True. You're not a tree. I hope not. Anyway, unless you're tr- unless the trees are listening, trees. I've got no issue with you guys. Honestly, do not do not come at me too big. <laughs> you're big boys, but. 
I like it, saying like, we're humans. You know, when uh, the Stoics say this, what's the difference between humans and animals? The difference is really, humans are rational. Humans are rational, we can we can take a step back. Yeah? If we're, if we're gonna be like animals, we're gonna be like sheep, we're just gonna follow everything. That's not being human, that's being a sheep. Yeah? There's another thing, being like an animal, letting anger get to you, fighting. Letting emotions run the day, that's what an animal would let happen. You, that, that means you're not being a human being, according to the Stoics, and it makes sense. To be a human being, you must be rational and use the rationality you've been gifted, and they were by nature, by the God, by the universe, who knows? We've been gifted rationality and other animals haven't. So use it, otherwise you're an animal, essentially. Here's one of my favourites, yeah? How long should you try? How long should you try Master Macros, how long should you try and improve your health? How long should you try and train, get it till you train? And Jim Rohn says, how long should you try until, 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 until. How long do you give a baby to start to, to learn to walk? What's the answer to that question? Would you give it a month, do you give it three months, six months? Maybe give it a year? Obviously not, don't be ridiculous. You give it until it does it. How long until a baby rides a bike, or a kid runs a bike, until he, be, until he can ride a bike? How long until you were able to read and write, until you were able to read and write? Yeah, it doesn't stop when we get older. We do things until we can do it. How long, your job, how long did it take for you to learn it? Until you did. Everything is in, until we do. We just keep going until it happens. We've been able to do it. Humans are amazing. We can literally do anything. And, you know, some people, the until is sooner. Some people, it takes way longer for that until to happen. But it doesn't mean it'll never happen. It just means you've got to keep going. And some people have got to work a little bit longer and a little bit harder. But that's just the luck of the draw as being born. Some people get it faster than others. Right? That's, but that's it. You can't change that. But I love it. How long until you, learn, until you try and train properly? Until you master it? And this, is, this week I've noticed people's motivation pick up. Because they're starting to see the total volume from last week and this week. And they're starting to understand. Ah, I see it. Now we're tracking. I get it. My total volume's gone up. I understand. Motivation's now coming from understanding the concept of training. And we have to learn by doing. We knew this. We, we knew that if you just put your numbers in the tracking sheet to turn up some to the seminars and actually saw the numbers go up, that's when the until will happen. Week one, everyone's like, oh, workouts are slow. I don't know if I can do it. Emails in being like, yeah, I don't know if this workout's for me. You haven't waited until the until happened, until you understood why you were doing it. And the people that don't wait for that will push through to that. They miss out on so much. They miss out on so much understanding and learning because they're not willing to go to the until, but they have all their lives for everything they've learned. But now as an adult, getting, there's no patience. Everything's rushed. You need everything now, now, now. And understanding everything we've learned of per working. Even speak, like lit, literally write, reading and writing. Before 1871, when the first free schools went up in the UK, most of the working class couldn't read and write, guys. That's only 140 years ago. Only 140 years ago. They debated whether to even let people of the working class learn to read and write because books were sacred knowledge to them. The, other, the upper classes, they didn't even know if they wanted it to happen. The only reason they decided to let the working class start to read and write is because it would be beneficial to the Industrial Revolution for them to be able to be highly higher skilled so they could do jobs 
a bit harder, a bit more useful for these people. So we take it for granted the fact that we can just read and write. And we're lit where we can do things, we can go on the internet, browse the web. Some people who are too late to the web, the older people can't even browse the web. We did things until, I'm just, this is the last time saying this point, this is very important. Because the macros game everything, we're going to keep going until we get it, yeah? That's it. No excuses. No excuses. You're not a tree, you can change, you can do it until. Jim Rohn, thank you very much. Okay. If you're not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. Start from wherever you are and with whatever you've got. I love it. Same as your poem, equipment. You've all got the same equipment as every other human being. Two arms, two legs, two eyes, two feet, two hands, a brain, two ears. Formal education will make you live in. Self-education will make you a fortune. And I don't just mean fortune by money. Fortune is in skills. Fortune is in vision. Fortune as in knowledge. So many self-educated people. Self-education is a drive. You need a drive to be self-educated. You read more books after school than you did in school. You don't learn all the classics in school. You don't learn the stuff you learn now. But they're the things that change your life, not to kill a mockingbird, even though it's decent, or mice and men. Yeah? Success is nothing more than a few simple disciplines practiced every day. Very simple. Macros, steps, drinking your water, doing your workouts, listening to some wisdom every day, potentially reading something every day. Yeah, that's it. Doing your one big thing every day. You understand that doing your one big thing every day, it puts you ahead of 99% of people because they do zero one big things every day. They do nothing. They do shallow tasks that don't do anything. One big thing is better than 10 shallow, pointless tasks. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Pointless, these are like the shallow work. One big thing, most things are move the needle. Move it every day. Okay, motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. If you really wanna do something, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. That's true. A lot of people have got many excuses, but nobody is coming to save you. One of the most direct and honest sayings, nobody is coming to save you. You were born into this world on your own, and unfortunately you'll go on your own. No one's gonna come and save you, everyone's thinking of their own lives. Ryan Holiday did a post the other day saying, stop worrying about imposter syndrome. Everybody's thinking of themselves, so true. Everyone has imposter syndrome. We all think, wow, I can do it? Am I meant to be doing this? Back in the day, all these like, you know, you hero worship people, you think people are huge and amazing and all these things and you can't do it. But Steve Jobs says it, the world is made from people no smarter than you or I or anyone. And when you realize that, you can shape the world. That's what changed his mind. He was like, this world is built by bozos. <laughs> They're just built by people who took the risk, took, had the guts to do something, put themselves out there. They managed to create something, and now some people rely on it, and it's kind of become what we do as humans. But he says, no, it's not that person wasn't clever, and you just had the guts. And when you realise that, you stop putting all these people on a pedestal above you. Look, you can be inspired by people, but don't put people on a pedestal above you, hero worship. Silly. Inspi inspiration, yes. Hero worship, no. This is the thing, when people hero worship celebrities, TV stars, influencers of Love Island, 
Yeah? You're putting these people above you. No, they're not above you at all. Just people who went on TV. Think If you think about it, it's just people in a different place in the world, like 7 billion other people. But the only difference is there's a little camera crew there with a little device, and you can see it through a glass. Do you know what I mean? What's so special about that? Why are those people put up there and you put yourself down there? Think about it. Stupid. No better you. Watch out. It isn't what the... Okay, this is a good one. I love this. These these things have been subconscious in my mind when I was younger reading all this. It isn't what the book costs. It's what it will cost you if you don't read it. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. You must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons or the wind, but you can change yourself. That is something you are in charge of. Failure is not a single cataclysmic, I can't even say it guys, cataclysmic, cataclysmic, I know the word, I've just got a silly Welsh accent, I can't say these English words, event. You don't fail overnight, instead failure is a few errors in judgment repeated every day. Success is the opposite, few things done well every day. Work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Oh my God, I listened to this on the car on the way to work one day and I said, you know what? You're right, Jimmy. I'm gonna work way harder on myself than I do my job. This job, it's what it baffles me about people, yeah? I see it on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, people are like, yeah, yeah, I can't do it. I've been working so many hours. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just working God and silly hours. And I think, when are you gonna take a stand? I get it. I've been in, I've worked in scenarios where the boss expects you to do longer hours. They expect you to do this, work to that, work to that. But there's got to be a point where you take a stand. Because if you're not going to take a stand, who's going to take a stand for you? Who's going to take a stand and give you, so you're going to say, listen, this is just too much. I need that, I need, I can't be working these overtime hours with no extra pay. I can't be doing it. i got to work to what, I've, what I'm paid and that's it. I'm sorry. But work's always going to be there. Mental health is important. When's that stand gonna happen? You have to take it. You have to have the guts to take it. End of the day, bosses will take advantage of everyone until the worker eventually stands up for themselves and says, no, no more. I'm not doing these over hours anymore. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. Mental health, I need it, I can't do it. Boss goes, okay, fine, no problem, sorry. They won't care. It'll, it'll pass by. So please, all of you who are working ungodly hours, some of you who are even business owners, Right, there's no, there is no virtue in working to the bone. It doesn't need to happen. Not in today's technologically advanced world where you can automate things and you've got your work on your phone, you can get other people to do some tasks for you. Like there's ways to, you know, give yourself a bit more time back for your health. Because if you can focus on your health and your health is there, you can then focus on other things. Once your health is gone, all you want back is your health. That is the problem. Get what I'm saying? When you're ill, all you want to be is not ill. If you're not healthy, all you want to be is healthy. But when you're healthy, the world opens up to you. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. When you've got the security there and everything, you can start thinking of self-actualization. But you've got to watch out. Is it on a house of cards? Is your security and your health on a house of cards? It gets blown away. Then your self-actualization is gone. Your dreams of being this person, successful business is gone because you've just let... The foundations crumble underneath you because you thought that would just always be there without looking after it. And it's a ridiculous way to think about things. Ridiculous. I went to the doctor for blood tests and she said, you know what? 
you know, I, I got to check a few more things other than that, all good. Because we don't see men between the ages of 25 and 55 in the GP. We don't see them. Never come in. Just, that blows my mind. Don't see them. Men don't think they need to go to a doctor. Don't even think they need to go to get a health checkup. Most of the men are suffering. Men die like seven, eight years earlier than women on average. Like, men are just not, not looking after the health. Drinking away. And it gets taken away from them. And then you live a miserable life when you're not healthy. So, guys, take that seriously. Stop messing about with it. You cannot change your destination overnight. But you can change your direction overnight. Yes, Jimmy. You don't get paid for the hour. You get paid for the value you bring to the hour. Don't just read the easy stuff. You may be entertained by it, but you will never grow from it. Skillful frustrations are key here. Skillful frustrations. Shannon Lee and Bruce Lee's book. Bruce Lee talked about skillful frustrations, stretching the mind. And that's what I'm saying. When we do challenges, we're stretching the mind. Ah, Scott, I don't understand all this stuff. With, okay, macros and the training or stoicism. It's really, I can't. It's confusing, yeah? You feel like your brain stretch. You feel like it's too much. That's great. You get to that point. You stretch the brain. You have a bit of a rest. You settle back down. Then you start thinking, wow, okay, your brain doesn't go back to normal. It's been a bit stretched now. A bit more knowledge. A bit more subconscious thing. Yeah? Jackie Gilbert messaged me saying she only just it's only just clicked about the one day at a time and how to live let yesterday go and focus on today just clicked after a year of saying it you know these things take time we stretch the brain here then we stretch it there we stretch it here with knowledge and training and macros and we learn in and it's frustrating but it's exactly what we need and then we let it go back and then boom all of a sudden we get it one day out of nowhere it just pops in but it's not out of nowhere the subconscious mind is managed to work it in right the greatest copywriter of all time gary bensavenia used to take a problem with him to bed get a problem no it wasn't his wife that's a terrible joke um so he used to take a problem yeah so it could be oh, i can't under, i can't think of the angle for this other piece la 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 and you take a problem sleep on it wake up next day let his subconscious mind work on it and boom he wakes up he's got ideas his subconscious mind has worked on it yeah, it just takes time. You master that. A lot of people in cre creativity do that as well. But I think it's important that we understand that, um, especially when we do challenges, because it can be frustrating. We feel we're behind, but that's the point. We should be feeling we're slightly behind sometimes. If we're feeling on top for all time, great. Some people are. But the thing is, when we feel a bit behind, we're pressured, time restraints, it's good. Feel it. It's exhilarating. We're pushing ourselves to be better people, not just sitting there doing nothing. Scrolling Instagram, doing nothing, working a job, not caring, letting it take over our lives. <sighs> Am I getting through? Who knows? A few more, guys. Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment. Okay. Days are expensive. When you spend a day, you have one less day to spend, so make sure you spend each one wisely. Give whatever you're doing or whoever you are the gift of your attention. Get off your phone. Okay. Learn how to be happy with what you have while you pursue all that you want. Brilliant. You cannot make progress without making decisions. No one else, no one else makes us angry. We make ourselves angry when we surrender control of our attitude. And your personal philosophy is the greatest determining factor in how your life works out. 
And I'm going to finish with that. Your personal philosophy, what is it? My personal philosophy comes from the Stoics. I can only control one thing, and that's my, that's my attitude towards things, my, my action towards things. I can't control the result, but I can control my attitude and action towards the tasks I got at hand. That's my personal philosophy. It makes it easy for me. It's up to me. It's up to me to go on task with a good attitude. It's up to me with the attitude towards tasks. If I can go with a good attitude and give myself the best shot of being the best person I can be, doing the tasks the best way I can be, being the best person, having a conversation, I'm going to have an attitude where I'm going to meet a friend and I can't wait to see what I can learn. So oh, I've got to meet a friend, oh, I'm tired. Let's, let's change the personal philosophy. And then no one else is to blame. It's all on us, guys. Stop. Let, we can't be victims. We can't. Victim, blame, snare. What, what is the end result from victim blaming? What is the end result? There isn't any. Just keep victim blaming. It's like a drug. You keep taking it. You feel a bit better. You keep taking it. You feel better. Victim, victim, victim. Hating, hating, hating. Nothing comes from it. So you have to really radical change here. And tonight we got stoicism coming back. So please tune in, listen. It's one of the best philosophies out there. Changed my life for sure. It's definitely been influenced. It definitely influenced Jim Rohn. I think Jim Rohn's the first person I heard mention the Stoics. That's why I've gone into him, I think. But anyway, I hope that was a useful voice not A bit of a spread. Um, but yeah, on Wednesdays, I'll just be doing some kind of going over some of my favourite people and sharing some of their best quotes and seeing if any of them hit. Like Jackie Gilbert, took her a year, something hit and it helped her get, you know, understand it. Could be for you, it could be one quote, it could be a way I say one thing, it could be the reinforcement of it 10 times, 20 times, 100 times, whatever it is, until it clicks. Now, until tomorrow, I'll see you soon.